Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sent shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Listen to the Orville Podcast. Don't listen oh, to Hollywood no. Handbook. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, and welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. I'm your captain of this ship, Greggy Hochsteller, and joining me this week, we have the full uh, array of officers. Uh, first of all, of course, we always have to have our security officer, Miranda, here to keep us safe. Miranda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alex Arborday. I am the security officer, and that's why everything is so secure around here. Yes, uh, Senior Tech Officer and Science Officer Tim is also here. Tim, welcome to the show. Ahoy, mateys, and uh, a, uh, you know, a shanty to ye all, Alex Arbor Day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're still on the shanties, huh? I, oh, I just discovered it today, so here we go. <laughs> okay. It's going to be very old news by the time I get edited and posted. <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, Chief Biology Officer and Alien Expert, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, Alex Arborday, and uh, uh, what's up with that Chewbacca mom? Has anybody else <laughs> seen this? <laughs> She's laughing in her car with the Chewbacca face. It's No, it I, sounds really funny, oh, though. Oh, you got it. It sounds, sounds really wholesome. funny. It's about to pop off. <laughs> Wow. Well, I mean, the thing we're covering this week is also kind of a blast from the past, so it does uh, make a little sense that we're kind of stuck on the old memes, uh, because we're going to be watching, or we're going to be talking about, we already watched, thank goodness it's in the past, uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman <laughs> from 2011. Yes. Um, not Wonder Woman 84. No, no, not Wonder <laughs> Woman 84, uh, Wonder which Woman we, we all love, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, this it doesn't, one doesn't have Kelly in it, so I love it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why are we doing this one, Greggy? Okay, because this starred Adrian Pe- uh, Adrian Pilecki, uh, also known as Kelly, the awful, awful first mate mm-hmm. of the Orville. Yeah. So, like, I actually, uh, I was looking for. I, the Wonder Woman movie, uh, 84. And, uh, I looked it up on the, the all the legal services. And then for some reason, <laughs> the one that came up, I, I see this picture. It says Wonder Woman and it's, uh, Kelly. And I'm like, what's going on here? You know? And I was like, this is, there's no way that this exists. 
And this is like Adrian Plaza, like, what? She's the star. She's Wonder Woman. And yeah, so apparently this was an old, uh, well, like a WB pilot or something like that. And uh, I guess it just never took out, but took off. But it's really, well, I mean, it's crazy. It's a cra- It's just as fucking dumb as the the Wonder Woman eighty four <laughs> movie. Like it's it's so funny how much they have a lot of the same energies. Uh, yeah, it is involved. dumb in different ways in a lot of ways, though, as well. It, it's probably better. I, I Honestly, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible. I mean, and we should say right at the beginning, um, we should warn listeners, like, you don't want to go watch this. This does star Kelly. And if you're a good <laughs> Orville watcher, you know she's... You know, I hate to say, it, but she is a bitch on on the Orville. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so you're not gonna like this if you go watch it because you're gonna see her and you're gonna think about her being Kelly, and it's gonna piss mm-hmm. you off. So just listen to us talk about it. You don't have to go watch this one. Yeah, you're gonna be on the side of some people that you really don't want to be on the side of, <laughs> uh, because you're gonna be also anti Wonder Woman in this. You know? Oh yeah. So your enemies are gonna, or I mean, the people that you know, you're. Uh, agree with on in hating Wonder Woman are going to be some a pretty nasty <laughs> list of characters. <laughs> yeah, and we've already twisted our brains <laughs> to do this, so you shouldn't. You shouldn't as well. And we're immune I find to my, Kelly. I, I find myself on the on the same side as some pretty nasty people <laughs> uh, while watching this. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think. You know, I started out thinking that way, thinking, oh, interesting choice to make Wonder Woman the villain in this TV show. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, oh, maybe not, because uh, Austin Powers' girlfriend seems like maybe she's the villain. (laughs) But she had some compelling points. What am I going to say? Like, you know, she's doing some stuff that is justifiable, I guess, right? <laughs> In its way. I do kind of want to talk about the uh, the cast a little bit first. Uh, you've got <laughs> Carrie Elwes uh, of Saw and Princess Bride. Oh, that was him? Yes. Uh, yeah. He is the CEO of... I, I don't know how to say the, the word, but her, her company that she has. What is this? Co- All right, sorry, we're doing cast first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about the cast. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley, yes, Austin Powers' girlfriend, uh, plays the villain, Veronica Kale. Uh, and we have Pedro Pascal, actually from Wonder Woman 84. That was such uh, a, a funny surprise. In, <laughs> yes. in, a, in, a, in like a sh- show full of very funny cameo surprises, Pedro Pascal was supposed to be like the regular uh he was supposed to be the cop that's on her side because everybody kind of doesn't like wonder woman because she's outside of the law and she's also a, like a, a billionaire uh corporate she's so like, evil she's how is she the hero of the show? it's basically like if batman was like uh, if bruce wayne was like yeah i'm batman and uh I don't give a shit. What are you going to (laughs) do? Just killing people left and right. (laughs) Yeah. If if Bruce Wayne was also a god and he was like, I don't care about any... I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I've got one more casting thing. Uh, There's another crossover from the Orville. Blob Rock himself was in this. Alan Dershowitz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! <laughs> when Alan Dershowitz pops up on the screen and he's like covering his face with, I think is maybe it's his own book or something like that. Uh, but 
it, whatever. Should we just start? Yeah, we should. Although I, I do want to say it was also written by David E. Kelly, uh, super TV writer David E. Kelly, who wrote like Chicago Hope and Ally McBeal and uh, Boston Public, uh, Boston Legal. All of these, all of these uh, shows, Big Little Lies. Oh. Um, he, he's written like a million different TV shows, and uh, so I- he also wrote this. This is the third David E. Kelly TV show I've tried to watch in the last couple months, and they all sucked. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what's up. Yeah, yeah well, it, him uh, being the Boston legal uh, and that type of guy, it's I. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh yeah, this. A lot of this show just takes place in a like a fancy office building, like a mm-hmm. lawyer, like a law firm building type thing. So. Uh, Right in his lane, just like legal boardroom talk, that type of bullshit, rather than, uh, you know, uh, a little more action. Yeah, so, yeah, we can go ahead and start talking about the plot. So the movie starts... It starts with insane. A, yes, in a very <laughs> weird way. A boy, uh, he has gotten a letter from a, uh, a university saying that he was accepted. So dark. As he's opening it, like his eyes start wait, to wait, bleed. Wait, wait, no, no, no. It's not oh, even yeah, that. His whole, it's like his whole family is there. His little brothers yeah. and yeah. sisters, his mom is like, I'm so proud of you, baby. Oh my God. And and they're like, yes, big brother. We love you. You're so like, uh-huh. you're like, and then he's like, I got into college. And then eyes bleeding yeah it's like they started to write like a house episode or something and then they're like wait no this is a wonder woman episode now <laughs> david e kelly like this is more wonder woman i think and the family is african-american which i only say because it gets weird later on like that being you know the case it it, it becomes very weird um but yeah so he he starts bleeding out of his eyes uh just out of nowhere. That's like uh, we we immediately cut from there um, to Wonder Woman using her superhuman jumping abilities um, to lasso and drug a criminal. Yeah, but I was like, did she drug him or did she take take blood? I, I was... Yeah, it turned out later she was taking blood, but I I assumed she was drugging him for some reason. There's a <laughs> after she catches this guy, uh, uh, like the cops kind of meet up at this like after she kept captures him and they're like hand him over and uh she she slides him across the uh the floor by like pushing his neck in a way that i swear have you seen wonder woman 84 there's a very similar scene where she pushes someone in the same exact way where it's like uh Maybe it's like a Wonder Woman signature move that we just yeah, don't know about. Slide, oh, maybe slide so. the guy, slide the bad guy across the floor by the neck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, but I, I, you know, it was one of it's one of those physics things where you think like, for him to get pushed that far by the neck, he had he had to have broken his neck on the push. So, yeah. Um, well, it also kind of did weird physics stuff earlier because she gets hit by a car. And of course, it does the classic superhero thing where it just damages the car and she doesn't move, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, that wouldn't really happen. I, I don't want to get all sciencey. That's not my place. I'm not a science officer. But did you notice on that car hit uh, the unfinished nature yeah. of it? Yeah. The uh, there it was, was a... cool. it was cool to see like oh, I was like oh that's how they do that. <laughs> I, I kind of like seeing all of the like not edited out. Um, 
practical effects, I guess you call them. I don't know. But there was like a huge like train track stopper that the car hit that hadn't been edited out. And so she just oh, like yeah. jumped away from it as if she had been hit by the car. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like the, all the CGI looks insane in this <laughs> and like the effects are crazy. So, yeah, it, it is unfinished. Um, which is part of the charm. Also, it looks as though, you know, it, it was originally like real media or something like that. One of those really old codecs that, that looks like absolute shit. Yeah. Real big blocky pixels on everything. What's the name of the, uh, of the company again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's some like Greek thing, I think. Because I, I think it's like the name of like the the island or something. It's yeah, Themyscira. It, yeah, but it's like, but they made it and more. Yeah. I remember because for almost the entire episode, I kept thinking they were saying the mascara. <laughs> yes, actually, yes, I thought that several times as well. Yeah. Wait, so, I do want to go back though. Before she hands the the criminal over to the cop, the the cop does say, "Hey, hand him over," and she says. Well, he's just going to lawyer up. <laughs> like, what was the alternative? You're going to kill him in the street in front of all these people? Yeah. Yeah. She's, it's like some Batman shit. Like, uh, <laughs> honestly, this is not Wonder Woman. <laughs> At least I well, don't even think worse so. than Batman, because Batman, like, uh, and a lot of, a lot of times he, he tries not to kill people. Yeah. Um, whereas she just seems bloodthirsty and actually enjoys torturing people, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of torturing, so right after, r- right after she hands the guy over, it cuts to her back at Vemascara headquarters, uh, which is, it, it's not like a secret hideout. It's just a, like Tony Stark style or whatever. Yeah. Everybody and knows it, that that's her. Yeah. Yeah. So they're on the news and they're talking about the bullshit Wonder Woman's up to. And <laughs> the people that they Vic, well, like, I mean, this is from 2011, but they just had the they had the funniest. Uh, I don't know, like luck, or <laughs> this is just like part. It just maybe it's not even like it just shows like how fucked up the the world is. Yeah, <laughs> but the first person we see is good old fucking Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer himself. <laughs> Yes. Uh, m- man who, who he mm-hmm. was on the Lolita Express, I believe. Uh, Alan oh, Dersh. Well, yes, of course. You know, he, well, he, there was, you can ask his wife, he says. He says, <laughs> you can ask my wife, and I, she'll say that I've only ever slept with her, so you gotta trust his wife, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, it's Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, what a guy. Uh, and he's talking shit about Wonder Woman saying she's unconstitutional or whatever. Yeah, he hates Wonder Woman. Just can't go above the law. I don't remember anything in the United States Constitution that says that a woman in a costume is exempt from the Bill of Rights, even if her costume is red, white, blue. Which sucks because if if I'm going to hate Wonder Woman, then I'm on the same team as Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, here's one of the one of the lines I wrote down that I heard that that really struck me. We've highlighted it. There's the famous lasso of truth shooting out as she abu grapes her quarry. Yes. 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 That was the one I was just talking about oh, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's like Nancy Grace or somebody, but, and that goes exactly what you were talking about where she's like willing to torture her or whatever. Uh, whoever, she's like ready. She's so quick, ready to torture. It's, so it's weird all- because it's like, I feel like this, the way that the show conceives of justice is very like, 
George W. Bush era. Mm. It doesn't feel like an Obama era show to me. Right. But the TV, the people on the TV no. are critical of her. So it's weird. It's like yeah. they're, they're like anti. They're but like we're she- supposed to be on her side, right? But not in the Usually. show. In the show, everybody thinks it's like uh, Nancy Grace is J. J. Jameson, like mad at Spider Man, but she's mad at Wonder Woman. <laughs> she's well, like, actually, it, Nancy Grace was for Wonder Woman. She what? was saying that she was doing good justice, oh, and we Nancy need her Grace? on the streets. Alan Dershowitz was against uh, uh, Wonder Woman, and also Doctor Phil. <laughs> Yeah. They had Doctor Phil on, and he was also against yeah. Wonder Woman. And, and the and the piece de resistance, uh, a one, the 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 Zoom King of 2020, Jeffrey fucking Tubin pops up. <laughs> <on the screen. laughs> I was just like, no way. This is this is like a fucking. It's like a bingo, like 2020 bingo or whatever. It yeah. was crazy. I was like, Jeffrey Tubin. I had never even heard of Jeffrey Tubin in my life until he showed his dick on a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> and now I, I see him in Wonder Woman. And, and it, start, it makes me start to think about like the simulation and all that shit. <laughs> okay, we're talking showboat here. I mean, come on. Obviously, this woman needs some anger management. No question about it. And the outfit? I mean, let's strut your stuff. I get that, but let's face it. The girl is a little nuts. Yeah, no, I never heard of this show before, so maybe they just <laughs> made it and they're like, no, this is from 2011. Um, on, the, on the morality of this show, they, they never make an attempt to, not like the characters in the show, but the show itself, they never no. make an yeah. attempt to justify her actions at all. All of the challenges we're supposed to dismiss as like useless obstacles that she just has to get past. There's never any real investigation. It it feels like in 2011 this was already like, <laughs> and they 10 never years tried to like date. reframe her violence as anything but like torture and you know vigilante justice and stuff. They don't even try. The only yeah, the only argument that they're making is like these people deserve to be tortured. Like they're bad guys. And she walks into the room at one point and she's like, "I'm one of the good guys." But that's like the the defining moment of the show to me that you're just supposed to accept that everything that she's doing is good because she's telling us that she's one of the good guys. Right. But and and but also this this is very girl boss. This this oh, movie yeah. is like yeah. it's well, you know, Elizabeth Hurley obviously is the uh the, the enemy that comes up, I guess she's, I, I kind of forget what she's doing. She's like making super soldiers or something like that. And uh, I could be wrong. But uh, what what is she doing? I forget. Um, yeah, that's but, one of the things I think. It's like but, drugs and I don't know. Yeah, it's like makeup, I thought. I don't know. But then I was like, am I being sexist? Is it makeup? Uh, but no, she's that's, making that's like the a, mascara. You're thinking of the mascara. Yeah, that's she's, what it is. <laughs> she's making like a diet supplements to make people yeah. very strong but it, she's also using it to make super soldiers as well right so so there's her uh, like being like you know like the villain's a woman it, it feels like it, it I, I like because like you're saying like the era feels like george bushy but it, it is like uh also getting into that where she's like oh sexism is wrong i'm not just a product or whatever yeah even her though big she's boardroom her stance. company her company's product seems to be her as far as i can tell yeah and she's like, like she just figured this out like at this boardroom <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 
Uh, well, after after <laughs> she appears on the news and everything, she has a flashback of uh, breaking up with her boyfriend Steve Trevor in uh, New York because she wants to move away to stop criminals in L.A. specifically for some reason. <laughs> um, I think at this point she doesn't have her company or anything like that, so she looks like exactly the same. So it took her like two years or something to you know start up this huge company and uh, become Wonder Woman and specifically make her costume uh, look in a specific way to make her... Uh, you know, seem like a superhero and things like that. And also very, very sexy, of course. Well, of course, we have to understand that the pants are to be darkened uh, at a later date. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. so we're not getting the full effect of what her costume is. <laughs> if those pants were darkened, all these plot points would have made sense somehow. <laughs> Could you, like, like somebody, uh, like, wa- I don't know. They're trying to place the blame of why this pilot didn't get picked up. And they're like, we should have just fucking darkened the pants. Like, the that little thing telling people that the pants are going to be darkened later, it didn't cut it, you know? We should have just fucking darkened the pants, and we'd be on season 10 of Wonder Woman. But. Yeah. And then she never would have been on the Orville, and then that could have been even better. Exactly. <laughs> uh, she immediately has a, a press conference. Uh, like saying that this Veronica Kale person is poisoning our boys, uh, who are we're all in the ghettos, by the way. She she mentioned <laughs> oh, specifically so awkward. Yeah, this was a uh, this is pre. Look, I had some tweets in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Everyone's grown <laughs> in the past nine years. But maybe as a TV writer or even as the character Wonder Woman, it's something that you, that you uh, are better at. Yeah. yeah, they could have put like one white kid in there. Well, I mean, well, that would have been fine. What's all... But then the line wouldn't have made sense where they call out that there's no white people. <laughs> well, what's what's also funny is that like she's a uh, uh, she's like wholesale accusing. Her. Yeah, and she's like, I have no proof. Like <laughs> right, she even exactly. says that she's like, and though I have no proof, I just got a feeling. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Throughout, she has the entire episode. She has no proof, and it gets disproven a few times. <laughs> well, that's classic superhero <gasps> stuff. You want to strike while the iron's hot, and really accuse them, and then uh, you know give them a lot of chance to like hide things, and mm-hmm. you know you don't want to keep it a secret. Exactly, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does say that later in the episode mm-hmm. when they have a little face to face. Uh, I don't. I, I don't remember. Uh, is there something we're skipping? Anything we're skipping? Uh, the the big meeting uh, where they they're testing out the doll that the toy company has made of her, and she has her big uh, feminism moment where, she, you know, she she has finally noticed that the doll's breasts are too big, and uh, she's really mad about it. Which I mean, the the doll's breasts were too big. They were I can't blame her there. simply yeah, but- too large. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was confused about the facts of a lot of this scene because it did seem like she was totally in control and she was planning to have the doll all along. And then the CEO, who seems like a trustworthy guy, said a few times, like, you did sign off on this. And then she 
Just kept saying she didn't sign off on it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was going to be covered in episode two. <laughs> what really happened there? It's going to yeah. flash back to them like smoke weed. Like, just sign in. She's like, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm really confused about like, she's Wonder Woman. Everybody in the world knows that she's Wonder Woman. And her name is Diana the Mascara. And in, Instead of creating an alter ego to be a superhero like every other superhero, she creates an alter ego to to that's not a superhero. She has like a secret identity that that's just like sits at home and watches the notebook. Yeah, yeah. And yes. she's still named Diana, and she looks yeah. exactly the same. And yeah, she well, she does wear glasses. Yeah, sorry, and and uh, wait, does she get bangs when she's secret yes. Diana? Yep, Diana Prince. <laughs> That's your uh, that's your secret identity. They 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 discuss this where, where he's like, "Why don't you just stay here? All you have to do is here." And she's like, "Cause I need my own life." But her own life is just being alone in a room. <laughs> Why can't she do that? Oh, this show. Yeah, it, and watching the the movie, I guess this is the only Wonder Woman content I've ever consumed. But in the movie, it's like she. I'm guessing this is kind of the whatever the regular story arc is that she is a regular person and then eventually starts she becomes a Wonder Woman and everybody knows she's Wonder Woman and then she starts the company as well because it's like the cat's out of the bag and I'm Diana and da da da. So it's like they got that but then they also kept the part where from before where she has she's just this lady in her house with her cat. So so bizarre I, I don't know it doesn't yeah it doesn't make zero sense mm. can't explain it uh, just for like those f- quiet moments on the couch i guess I, I to make it feel like she's just like me <laughs> you know i'm <laughs> i'm doing the same thing with my cat on the couch uh of course veronica kale comes to confront wonder woman um and <laughs> wonder woman threatens to kill her like immediately <laughs> i was hoping diana and i could be friends you want to be friends? Why don't you show me your laboratory? And what would be in that for me? I won't kill you. <clears throat> it was very funny. Uh, Ronica Kale says something about how uh, the the FDA has uh, this company's balls in a in a in their grip, and she says their balls come particularly easy to me. Just a, a very Ooh, weird line okay. that was in there. <laughs> I wonder if Harley threw that in herself. She's like, how about I say this? (laughs) The pharmaceutical industry has Congress by the balls. And as I'm sure you can imagine, their balls come particularly easy to me. (laughs) She said something else uh, very funny. She's like, uh, you need to find a new enemy. And Wonder Woman's like, well, I got you. And she goes, no, you haven't got me. And it's killing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was Good like, line. I'd be like, bitch. This <laughs> <laughs> is not killing me. <laughs> there are all sorts of evil forces to do battle with. I suggest you pick another one. No need. I've got you. No, you haven't got me at all. And it's killing you. Uh, she goes to visit the bloody-eyed kid in the hospital, and, and he's like, very excited to meet Wonder I Woman. I I'll get you out the ghetto. 
<laughs> they did yeah, keep you, saying ghetto. They, they said the word ghetto in a way that yeah. was very weird. Is anyone else in the ghetto like this? <laughs> She's like, she has no idea. She just like kind of knows what. <laughs> she thinks the ghetto is just like the name of a neighborhood. <laughs> Um, there was we did I think we went past it. There was a very uncomfortable scene where the kid's mom visits her, yeah, and she's just like wants to kill everyone, uh, and Wonder Woman has to talk her out of violence. I forgot about that, or maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You leave the killing to me. I'll take care of it, lady. <laughs> the part that I remember is when Wonder Woman goes. And this is, that was my big segue, the part that I remember, (laughs) is when Wonder Woman goes, like, uh, they didn't find any drugs in this guy's system at all. And I thought she was going to be like, oh, my God, I was, like, trying to get this guy, and it wasn't even him. Like, he didn't do anything. I need to rethink some things. But instead, she just goes, it's going to be even harder for me to nail them on this. (laughs) Yeah, that leads exactly to what she does next, which is um, while she's at the hospital, she goes and tries to uh, get into the room of the guy that she uh, caught earlier. There's a cop outside and he's standing guard and he's has specific orders not to let her in. And uh, she she tries to use her sexy outfit to get by him like this outfit. Do you see this? It it lets me in places. Is it going to let me in there? I'm sorry, ma'am. My orders are to let nobody in. No exceptions. Not even me. Well, especially you. Like my outfit, officer? This outfit opens doors for me. It's gonna open that one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, she, like, pushes her chest up at him or in or something. Yeah. Really uncomfortable, because it doesn't work. And she's, like, <laughs> and she's like a foot and a half taller than him, is that? Is yeah, that she, like, <laughs> towers over him as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah interesting but that's when pedro pascal comes up and tells the guy to go take a break and uh he eventually you know is talked into letting her go inside it uh, this show just the writing is so weak because we see her for no real reason except i guess to have like us to call out how hot she is try to seduce her way and she fails then the guy comes <laughs> And she's just like, let me in. He's like, no, of course not. That would be so bad for me to let you in. And then she's like, come on, let me in. He's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then she goes in and like is is asking the guy in the bed questions and uh, talking about how she doesn't like certain sounds. (laughs) A baby crying, a dog barking, the sound of a wrist snapping, she says. Now, one thing about Wonder Woman is she has a lasso of truth that is magical and makes people tell the truth. <laughs> but, but I don't know if that's ca- the case in this show because she sets the rope on top of this guy's chest and then tortures him into telling her things. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, she's like she's like I'm gonna go use the quote lasso of truth. <laughs> she's like winking. I'm gonna go. Used a lasso, <laughs> and like, like we're going with that jug of water and that, uh, and, and that towel. And I'm gonna go use the lasso of truth. It's it probably works, but then she wouldn't get to torture anybody, so she doesn't want to use it. <laughs> it's just very pro torture, and for someone who's so pro torture and whatever, like, why not just go ki- like. F- Go up to, you know, bust your way to this lady's, uh, Veronica Kale's office and, like, snap her neck. If you, like, if you, 
Like, you don't care, you know, about the law or anything. So just go kill her. You know, if you got even a slightest hunch, just go kill her is what I think. Well, that is what she does eventually. So <laughs> I know, but there's just, you know, a couple of conversations we could have skipped because I feel like I, we we know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Someone- Speaking of extraneous conversations, the 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 grandpa from the Gilmore Girls is like uh uh uh, like a senator or something, and he wants to come and talk to her. He's uh, in Veronica Kale's uh, employ, I guess, or something like that. That's the, uh, she's the implication. Got, yeah, she's got Washington. By yeah, the but I mean, the, the conversation goes nowhere. It's just to, you know, to show that people don't like what Wonder Woman does. Yeah, the government's against her. Uh, it's a, I don't know, the senator. I don't know who is who is the senator supposed to be. One of the anti. Torture senators, <laughs> yeah, one, one of those, those obnoxious, yeah. <laughs> corrupt. <laughs> um, it did call out kind of a, a tenuous reality in this universe, which is that he he's like, well, it'd be a shame that you commit all of these crimes. It'd be a shame for you to get in trouble for that. And it's true, she's blatantly breaking the law constantly and people know who she is and where she is and where to find her why don't they do anything about it did they explain that everybody loves her right oh i forgot about that (laughs) right tim everything you said apply that to the u.s military okay and i think we maybe find what this show is really about (laughs) okay (laughs) Oh. oh yeah they're doing all these bad things but everybody loves them you know it's fucking yeah she she has a little thing that she says to the uh the senator where she's like crime rates have doubled the unemployment has doubled uh the we're, we're facing double digit uh inflation or something like that i don't know so some three different things that were doubled so i am the only one that can get out there and clean up these streets now, there is some concern in Washington regarding your criminal conduct. Some questions are being asked as to why you haven't been investigated and prosecuted. Any suggestions of what I might be able to tell my colleagues, Diana? You could suggest that with the country in a double war, facing a double-dip recession and double-digit unemployment, they might have more important things to do than to probe my work habits. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very like technocratic and uh, like she's like Jeff Bezos, basically, but she has powers. <laughs> you know, why don't they do anything to her, Tim? Because she's got she's she's paying off all the lobbyists, you know, she's got <laughs> lobbyists in Washington. <laughs> Yeah, and they're she not saying sanctu- a $700 bottle of wine <laughs> and they're not sanctioning uh, the mascara. So <laughs> they should be saying like, oh, this company shouldn't exist. There's the if Jeff Bezos is running around like fucking injecting people in the neck and like, <laughs> for all I know he is. But if he if we caught him, if we had him on video, uh, Abu grabbing somebody as, as Wonder Woman did. <laughs> Yeah, they really should break up the the mascara company, you know. 
the one company gets to make the, the the top half of the doll. The other company gets to make the bottom half. <laughs> Another one gets to make the costumes. It's the two Twix factories or whatever. <laughs> uh, the kid in the hospital finally succumbs to his inner his uh, injuries and dies, and Shame. that makes Wonder Woman have to go to work. She has to now <laughs> stop like trying to find proof of her claims. And mm-hmm. just uh, run in and, and invade Veronica Kale's uh, company. Yep. She had no more options. Nothing else you can do. So she has to get in her uh, very, very terrible looking CGI jet and fly over there. Um, of course, Veronica Kale, she has a bunch of muscle men getting ready to defend against <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> I just, whoa, I just remembered this. It's such a weird... Oh. It was like, I got a team of bodybuilders. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not even good fighters, but yeah. they're sure well, they're all in, like They're all in like muscle man outfits, like yeah. singlets and, and uh, <laughs> tank tops and shorts and not, stuff. Not, no not, guns in sight. No tactical, nothing tactical. It's pure 80, like aesthetic, but like Gold's Gym. <laughs> yeah. She went down to the Gold's Gym and was like, I need you. you. <laughs> And uh, the, yeah, so the, the main muscle man calls out, there's one of you and 20 of us. And then, of course, all 20 of them and run it at one at a time and take their turn to fight with her. And she easily defeats all of them. And uh, I'll say the fight scenes in, in this are at the same exact level as the movie that came out. <laughs> the, two, the $200 million movie that just came out. Uh, that's It's crazy. Yeah. It's basically the same fight. Uh, the same fight as, uh, I don't know, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> she finally catches up to Veronica Kale and lassos her around the neck and uh, pulls her in and, and, you know, pushes her up against the wall and is shouting at her. It's like, you're naughty. You're very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> they They really seem like they were playing up a fight between these two. Yeah. But then Wonder Woman just knocked her out. Right. Yeah. There's well, no... and she was saying earlier how she was strong and stuff. Like, it did seem as though they should be fighting. I've be- I've been lifting 12-pound weights in my office. <laughs> Come at me. Was Wonder Woman ever in it? Like, was she ever in any actual situation that put- had any real threat to her? Well, there was one guy that was shooting a gun at her a lot, and she used her uh, bracers to deflect it. And also, she grabbed a guy and, and like, got him shot. Um, and then she, like, threw, like, an axe or something at the guy's neck. Oh, yeah. And, and killed him. <laughs> like, she killed that guy for sure. U.S. Um, military, but, dude. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I mean, uh, who knows if a gunshot would even hurt Wonder Woman? Yeah, I don't think it really does that bad. Uh, maybe right in the brain or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might hurt. She might. I don't know if she heal. <laughs> uh, Veronica would not tell her where the the quarantine was for her failed experiments. Oh, yeah. um, so Wonder Woman <laughs> knocked her out and went through the door that was like directly behind her, and it just happened to have been there. So. <gasps> Um, yeah, she found all these people that were like, uh, they had like makeup on that they, you know, they, they were failed experiments in a, the super soldier, uh, thing. So she, she got all of them out of there 
And she was the big hero. Everybody cheers for Wonder Woman at that point. I, I read that all of the people uh, in the beds, they were the failed attempts at Bordis's makeup. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. You know, the, the, they yeah. finally perfected it by 2018. And you got to imagine, when you think about that, Tim, when you bring up that fact, you think, wow, it, so that dollar that they had was <laughs> from way back. And they've been stretching that bitch for a decade. Yeah, so she gets back. Everybody cheers for Wonder Woman. Um, but then Carrie always says, uh, there's someone here to see you from the Justice Department. They need to interview you because of all the crimes you've been doing lately. And who is it? It's Steve Trevor, her ex-boyfriend that she left. Uh, he's mm. been in L.A. He's been transferred to L.A. for six months and is also married now. Wow. Yeah. But she'd really like his wife. And oh, you can tell what so. he's going for there. He's go- He's putting out feelers. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed, like, very hurt that he had been married, but it was all her idea to, like, move away and, uh, you know, become Wonder Woman and everything. Yeah, I, I had completely forgot who he was by the time he reappeared. So I was like, I don't know who that was. Like, who is he? And then, yeah, he'd only been in one scene, so <laughs> blink and you'll miss him. <laughs> and of course, it ends like I assume every episode of this show would have ended. She finally goes home uh, to her Diana Prince apartment and she makes a Facebook profile. And there's a, you know, a moment of real human connection here because it asks her to write in the name of all of her friends, (laughs) but she only has one, her cat, Sylvester. (laughs) Yep. That's just makes you think you can be world famous, a superhero. And, you know, the the people on the news could be saying about how much they would love to be you if only for one day, all this. But if you don't have any friends, what do you have really, you know? Rescued about a dozen people caught up in a steroid slave trade. Beat up a small army of supersized bad guys. All in a day's work, I guess. Must be nice to be invincible. I'd settle to just be able to balance my checkbook and pick up my dry cleaning. (laughs) Well, not everyone can be a superhero, I guess. So they say. If I could just be her for a day, I'd be happy. Just for a day. Yep. I think that's really the lesson that they were getting at, right? I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. So did I did I miss anything? Did we miss any big points anybody had from the show? Yeah, my main point would be it sucks. Don't make a show <laughs> that's just about Kelly. Why would he do that? <laughs> exactly, yes. And there weren't even really any jokes in it. That's what I hated about it. I love to watch the Orville and, and laugh and laugh and laugh at all the good jokes in it. You know, <clears throat> because Pedro came back in the in the new Wonder Woman. It almost made me feel like Kelly was somewhat contractually like supposed to play Wonder Woman, and they waited until Seth gave her the Orville gig, and then there was a scheduling issue, and then they made Wonder Woman because uh, they didn't want her because they were like she's trash. We got to get rid of her. <laughs> we got to find a way. Give her well. So the whole Orville show is just like. It's just this way to get her off the Wonder Woman property. Yeah, that's probably true. 
Hmm. Well, you know, Seth, serendipity. Seth doing WB a favor. <laughs> um, and I'm sure he's going to get to make a billion ways to die in the West. <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> wow, that would be cool. <laughs> It's a really the longest movie ever. So no, a billion, a billion ways to die in the West is the one thousandth movie in that franchise. <laughs> Good one, Tim. <laughs> Good one, Tim. All right. Well, we've done it. I guess we we have to rate it. Probably. I'm trying. I'm gonna vamp a little bit here so we can all think of numbers that were in this show oh, i don't know if there were any yeah. um but i'm gonna now go to uh tim tim what is your rating oh. for wonder woman God. 2011 uh hey thank you i'm gonna give it 2011 out of <laughs> 2011 <laughs> uh years since our messiah was born <laughs> So you love it. Oh wait, no, no, wait, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna give it 1984 out of 2011 Whoa. years. Which is actually a really bad score. <laughs> wow, what a good. year! 1984. Read oh it. God, she was in right. 31 episodes of Agents of Shield. What if we had to do all those? Oh my God. <laughs> wait, isn't that Marvel? Yeah, yeah we don't yeah. do that. She's That's both? not really in our scope. <laughs> yeah, we're DC people. <laughs> <laughs> We're officially locked into DC now. So don't worry. Uh, how about you, Kevin? What would you give this one? Um, yeah, I want to think of something that's not this, but all I can think of is two out of no. Wait, no. Wait, I zero out of two bloody eyes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> was that what you were gonna do? No. I she was, was just it. she was just horrified. <clears throat> yeah, I was imagery. thinking about the bloody eyes, but then I was also thinking like bloody eyes are like a pretty negative thing. So maybe like if if zero of my two eyes are bloody, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good score, maybe. Oh, yeah, so but then Kevin you have to watch uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> 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 so you want those eyes bloodies? <laughs> uh, how about you, Miranda? What would you give this one? Well, I thought. I did think Kevin was going to take mine, but I didn't think he would dare to say zero out of two uh, big old Wonder Woman titties. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Miranda. When I said bloody, do you think it was like bloody, bloody humongous bonk? I thought you were going to say bloody tits. They're making me horny. Two bloody tits that are making me horny. I feel also that I wasn't getting them confused, but I think Elizabeth Hurley and Adrian Palicki look too much alike in this show. Yeah, they do look very similar. They. They were nice to like make their hair color different at least, but they yeah. do look very similar to each other. Yeah, I, I read a review that was like uh it was like the only review I could find about it when I googled it, and uh, it said something like, "Oh, I bet Elizabeth Hurley thought when she got the call for Wonder Woman, she was gonna be she was like, oh cool, I'm gonna be Wonder Woman.' <laughs> and then probably. They're like, and they're like probably. no, you're Veronica Kale. <laughs> <laughs> she would be a good Wonder Woman. 
Yeah. Should be fine. Uh, too sure. bad. The time has passed. In another world. Yep. Um, I'm going to give it... Let's see. I'm going to give it... Let's see. Whoa. Hmm. I've got to give Wonder Woman from 2011 uh, 10 out of 31. Uh, that is the the place that Adrian Palicki, uh ranks on IMDb user Zyklone's list. Uh, this is called My Good Looking Actresses List. <laughs> <laughs> She made top 10 on Zyklone? Top 10 on <laughs> Zyklone. This was in 2016. Um, yeah, well, so she could only have gone up at. since then, since she started, since you got married to Scott. Like, oh, yeah. She's way hotter. Yeah. Who, can you just real quick give us a nine through one on that list? <laughs> yeah. Number nine, Christiana Loken. Not familiar. Never heard of her. Number eight, Evangeline Lilly from Lost. Seven, Alicia C- Cuthbert. Okay. Uh, six, Laura Vandervoort. Also not familiar with that one. Five, Katrina Bowden. Not familiar. Four, Taylor Swift. Oh, of course. Number three, Kate Upton. What a babe. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, Anna Sophia Robb. Don't know her. And number one, uh, Amber Heard. Oh. Quite the list. Uh, Isn't she the one that hurt Johnny? Yeah, that's right. Didn't she hurt Johnny? She hurt Johnny. Or fuck vice versa. Her. I, well, whoever Ka- did it. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Katrina Bowden is Suri from 30 Rock. If that, I knew if her helpful. name was familiar. Oh, that's right. Yep, okay. Are, are all of these people just actresses on TV shows in like the and Taylor late Swift. 2000s? And Taylor yeah, Swift. Oh, plus Taylor Swift. It was made Swift. in 2016, yeah. All right. Uh, do we have to do anything else? Unless um, you want to give an like... award to somebody. Oh, yeah. Of course we got to do that. Oh, what award. What award. What award. Okay, so this week, the golden lasso of truth for wow. for really speaking mm. truth on the podcast <laughs> um, and, and doing a great job is going to go, I'm going to swing this lasso around my head and swing it around the neck <laughs> of um miranda for that great rating yes wow. thank you well and, and now and now she, that this lasso is on me i have to speak the truth and say yes. that was the right decision <laughs> <laughs> wow i feel great Gre- about it now. Greggy, now's, now's your chance to ask Rand anything <laughs> <laughs> like where is the quarantine for example <laughs> We're doing this remotely, so she isn't close enough for me to torture to get the information out of her. So, uh, I think we did it. I think we did got a, do an it? episode yeah. done in, in less than an hour. This is a record wow. time. Wow. Episode forty-eight in uh, under forty-eight. That's our first forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! Congratulations to all of us and to anyone listening. Yeah, congrats, listener. Podcast.net. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.